you're listening to the Fake Fans Podcast. All right, howdy, you're listening to the Fake Fans Podcast. Um, before we start this episode, I would just like to start with a moment of thoughts for all the lives lost in hockey since we last recorded. I would like to extend our condolences to the family of Jimmy Hayes. And um, I'd also like to express our condolences to Mattis Kivalenix's family, as well to the three boys um, in the car crash in Surrey and all other lives lost during the off season. It's been a, for lack of a better term, it's been a rough off season. And I would just like to know that if you're grieving, you're not alone and that you should reach out because there are people to help you. All right. Hey, uh, we're back. We haven't recorded since like May. So uh, we didn't record all throughout the playoffs. We didn't record throughout the off season. And now we're back on the first day of training camp. Woo! Yay! Um, we're, we've uh, apparently passed our medicals. So we're back. <laughs> we, we've all been, have you all been vaccinated? I'm vaccinated. We're all fully va- double vaxxed up on this Wednesday evening. Um, yeah. And we were allowed to go to training camp. Yeah. So here we are. Which not everyone was this year, apparently. Ah, which, mm-hmm. We'll get to that later. Uh, it's a privilege. So, I'm going to say it. Yeah. Just um, remembering to introduce ourselves this time. So, hi, I'm Sarah. Hi, I'm Lena. Hi, I'm Brenna. My name's Heather. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk about where we've been and what we've been up to. So as um, you follow me on Twitter at PeculiarSarah underscore, you'll know I started university. So yeah, that's really fun. Um, I moved to a new province and uh, we're vibing. We're vibing. So I would also just like to um, apologize if there's any background noise. I am in my dorm room. So there could just be people in the hall, and you know how it is. Yeah. That sounds really fun. I'm really happy you're settling in. It's your first year. Um, I'm also back at university. I took a break um, last semester. So all of January through August, I was working. So nothing really has changed for me, except now that I'm back at college and I'm a senior. Got to get that degree, baby. Yay. Um, I've been doing absolutely nothing. Like, I, <laughs> I'm not in school. I've just been working and actively avoiding hockey for the off season because I um, pretty much hate everything to do with it. <laughs> I'm stuck. <laughs> oh, but I'm back now, so. That's so good. <laughs> I've also done nothing. Like, don't even worry. At least you've been working. I've just not. I just... You went too late. I went swam in a lake, uh, a bunch, a bunch of different lakes, a bunch of different times. You know, like looked at some trees, like enjoyed the Couple outdoors. Dogs. Yeah, like I, you know, I did things. I just, you know, yeah, nothing, nothing too wild, but yeah. Okay, I'm hanging out. So my next question is: What was your favorite hockey thing of the off season slash sports moment? Because there was a lot of sports this summer. Um, Before. Before I answer, can I ask, what do you define it? Like, when do you think the off season started? Like, was it like the night the cup was won? Uh, yes. 
Yeah. Like it's, okay. Like, about hockey. Yeah, there's like it's that when your team is done, but there's still the postseason. It is that weird, awkward limbo of like, well, yeah. they're not like playing, but they're still like, isn't really the off season? You know? So off season is like whenever the team is out of the playoffs slash they won the cup. Yeah. The minute okay. the Minnesota Wild got knocked out of the cup by the Vegas Golden Knights, I was like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> yep. Bye guys. See Neither of my teams made the playoffs, so it's been off since then. <laughs> I think a lot happened. I think my favorite thing of the off season was just that so many people were traded that for like weeks at a time, you'd see people like learning that someone had been traded like weeks ago and just like, they'd be like freaking out. You're like, no, that's like eight trades ago. That's not even big news anymore. Where it's like in any other world, like that would be big news. But now it's just like, nah. Yeah. Also the time I learned that Robert Hag had been sent to Buffalo and I was in a lake. I was actively in the middle of a lake on my phone and I was like, Um, so yes. Uh, well, this actually, this, I don't, I'm not going to say this is my favorite sports moment of the summer, but this was definitely a sports moment that happened. I found out Nolan Patrick was traded while I was at Stampede um, looking at the pigs, like in the little agricultural center. So that was fun. <laughs> So, checks out. Um, yeah. My favorite moment of the off season was the the draft, the the brand new boys. Because I was actually at uh, Little Caesars Arena for this past draft. I got to see it in person and experience it, which was fun. And then that literally that next week, I got to go see one game of the World Junior uh, Spring Showcase. So I saw these boys get drafted. Then I immediately got to go see them play and judge them, which felt very fun. Ooh, so, like, by the time you saw them play, you already knew which ones. Like... I already knew. I already Ooh, knew. I like that. So, so one of one of the uh, draftees who actually is going to go to my university, I got to check out his play, and um, I'm not impressed. <laughs> so, Nailed this it. is going to be a toughie. <laughs> I know I should like you, but you suck. I, I know I should like you, but why did you go top 10 when... You didn't do anything. <gasps> you didn't do anything, Kay. Oh, my God. Can't, right wait, to, away, can't, wait, to, can't wait to cheer for you in about two weeks. Anyway, I'm looking up to see who it is. Uh, <laughs> I forgot to mention this, but my childhood best friend, or rather elementary school best friend, is going to Michigan. He's a water polo player. Um, mm. Yeah, so if you know enough facts about me, you can figure out how new this is. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, it's just so exciting because she gets to go and hang out with all the hockey guys because they're both you and athletes. That's very successful crazy. friends. Insane. Like, my uh, my favorite moment of the off season was just like all of the good moves that New Jersey and Minnesota made. Like I'm honestly like signing Kirill Kaprizov. That was a really good one. I'm really proud that was, of them. For that, that was my favorite moment of the off season, and it was yesterday. <laughs> Yeah, that's valid. So valid. Finding out, finding out um, two days after I drafted him for fantasy that, oh my God, Kyo Kaprizov is actually going to play, thank Christ, was like so many weights lifted off my shoulders. He was also the last pick of the draft, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. He was literally the last pick of the draft, the fantasy draft we were in. <laughs> no, no, because Heather, she closed it no, out. With, no, no, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. I started with, with Tyler Sagan and I finished with Jonathan Taves. <laughs> <laughs> Donovan? 
Deb's like fifth to last. No, no, John. Different days. Different days. Devon. (laughs) Sorry, no. So one of the friends I've made. Sorry, this is unrelated. But one of the friends I've made at college's name is Donovan. But the amount of people that call him Jonathan, and I think it's and we all agree it's probably because of the mask. It's just yeah. That's so funny. All right. Anyone else? If you're going to mention Canada, we have stuff to talk about later for Canada because and let's go Canadian women. Yeah, so and hot. like a, also a lot happened. I just remembered like women are hot, but I'm this so summer. Really angry at you. Yeah. Like that okay. was this year. Yeah. That was like two months ago. Not even. Um, so let's get into the meat of the podcast, if you will. Uh, the expansion draft. <laughs> mm, I forgot mm-hmm. that that happened because it, it didn't happy. matter. I'll pull up. Yeah. It didn't matter. We can hear the. Mm, sorry, a bunch of people just walked past. Um, let me pull up the results. But all I know is that the Flames lost Geo, and I understand why. Still not thrilled. Okay, okay, but aside know. from Geo, they. I'm sorry, I don't see this team being competitive. They <laughs> took they took a bunch of our, our like second liners. Like they're oh, like baby. how do you make a top line out of this this group? I'm Carson asking. Korwinski. How do you make Carson a top Korwinski. line out of this? Carson Torensky, Kale Flurry, who is I I love him, but oh my god. Nate Bastion. Um, I just yeah, they did for goalie. They took him from Ottawa, Mm -hmm. but they did take they did take Alexander Venberg and they did take um like Geo and they took they took some pretty good guys. It's just that all the memorable ones are like yeah, but why did you have to break up Super Buddies? Like you could have had PK Subban. I mean, like I get he's PK Subban, but like you could have taken. But he's also PK Subban. (laughs) If you wanted. Please, PKC, if you wanted a new face of the franchise, that would be him. He's so easy. Yeah, right? No, He's don't so worry easy. You don't. They don't need a new face of the franchise when Jordan Everly is there. They're set. <laughs> no, but honestly, uh, like, they're, they're going to have, like, a first line. They're going to have, like, what are they going to do? They're going to put, like, Everly and Yanni Gord and, like, someone else on the ice with the two of them and just kind of... Wenberg. Uh, yeah, it's like, Wenberg. But then wh- who's going to play any of the other lines? Like, who yeah. else... Just like uh, some guys. No flurry, yeah. no flurry play, playing like 30 minutes a night. That's yeah. what I see. Go for it. Why not? He's a, I think he's a D-man. He's a D-man. Uh, you oh, can yeah. have a flurry, flurry D pair. That yeah. would be so awesome. I am so sensitive. I am so sensitive about brothers. That's what, that's what the theme of the off season was, was reuniting brothers. Like, mm-hmm. That's all that matters to me. I might actually speaking about the other draft, the rookie draft, where Luke Hughes went to Jersey. Seeing seeing that that Jack Hughes got punked by I think Alex Turcott saying, ha, ha ha, he's going to the Ducks. And then he believed it. <laughs> Jack being so legitimately upset about that was probably the reason why he looked like he pissed his pants so happy, like in that moment finding out. Yeah, when he like jumped off the, the couch. Jack Hughes is so special to me. Luke Hughes is so special to me. And I would um, like to ask the Vancouver Canucks to please give me a Quinn Hughes as well so I can complete my trifecta. Oh, well, that. The thing is, is that they're not signing him. They haven't signed him. They're not Quinn signing Hughes. him. They have to do something with him. Send him home. 
does does New Jersey have enough cap space? Yes. Cap space this season? Insane. We have so much we have so much money and nothing to do with it. You know what? Who broke the bottom floor the other day? Someone just hit the bottom of the cap. Ottawa. Ottawa. I don't think Ottawa was even over the cap. Over the no, bottom like, of the cap. But like someone just hit like cap minimum the other day. And I was like, but it was like a team that I thought was like set. I was like, uh, what? I don't know. Yeah. Because Ottawa still is technically under the cap. Like under the minimum. Yeah, but, like, yeah, but they'll probably hit it if Kachuk signs. But no, yeah. So the thing is, um, they, they're 3.2 million under the cap floor. And Kachuk's definitely going to sign okay. for more than that. Yeah, but also that's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Eugene, sign I him. Opinions. Oh no, hell nah. Eugene's just doing his thing. Okay. Then that's Dorian, fine. Hates sign him. him. <laughs> uh, uh. So, um, sorry. Going back to the expansion draft, as I mentioned before, I think before we started recording, I re-listened to last episode to get prepared for this one. And we were talking about the expansion draft. And one of the things we said was if they take Vince Dunn, it's kind of like they are forgetting everything that they've built up to. And lo and behold, they took Vince Dunn. Yeah. Uh, here's not, the great, thing. not a great move. I literally, move. like, um, I get that they took Vince Dunn, but I can't even be mad at them anymore considering what the Canes have done. Like, Bro. the way that the Canes went back on everything that they said. Mm-hmm. Seattle, Seattle, you're doing a great job, sweetie. You're doing a great job. Just yeah. Vince in the, in the back corner. Really put a, just, just put Vince in the back corner, put a bag over his head. <laughs> I, I just don't want to see him. He can yeah. play. He can do whatever he wants. Like, whatever. Put him in the Kraken mascot. Like, just put him yeah. in, <laughs> in the Kraken mascot. They're only paying him, like, what, one mil, I two don't mil? Know. Yeah, it's like, it, that, that's fine. I'm over it. Yeah. Because of how badly the Canes, like, fucked up in this offseason, it's like between the Canes and the New Jersey Devils were the only two teams I was aware of what was going on in the offseason mm-hmm. because of how crazy the Canes offseason was. Mm-hmm. Like, how insanely I... bad the choices they were making were. Yeah, like, here, 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 tell me this. I give you, I give you two choices. What choice one? You pay your Calder contending rookie goaltender, or you pay for the the cursed pasta man who's not that even good at defense. Exactly. Oh, the answer the was you chose you chose the cursed pasta man. You chose you chose Tony Cannoli um, from Mamma Mia. <laughs> oh my God. I just, every time I see his face, I'm reminded of, did you guys ever see the Mamma Mia video? That, um, I think her name's Mia. Um, she's an Islanders fan, but she made a Do you mean the Tony D diss track? Tony D diss track. Yeah. It was called Mamma Mia. I don't Mama think I've Mia. seen that before. So I thought it was called, it was called like, Ma- wasn't it called, it wasn't called Mamma Mia. It was called like Mamma Meatball or something. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to look it up. That sounds cool. ridiculous and I need to see it. Um, yeah, so with the expansion draft, we've talked about how I'm sad about Geo. We've laughed about the fact that they took Carson Terwinski. Oh my god. Like, I understand what they were doing, but still. I still mm, don't. 
we made a comment about the fact that like even though the last time last time we recorded we were like yeah it's not gonna be a good look if they take Vince done we can now go and be like well when you weigh it in the scales that is what hockey teams did on the off season it's somehow not the lowest isn't that insane it could nhl it could always get worse yes i think the most interesting thing about like so when the vince dunn thing happened i i was like oh they're gonna try to like leverage him like like use him to try to get other players or something and then they like didn't kept him yeah (laughs) and i was like like there were a lot of people that I saw who were like, oh, they must be making all these picks so that they can get other players. And then they ended up not trading anyone that they picked. Like they just kept pretty much all of them. Yep. Yeah. Like they traded a few guys, but like they didn't actually make any like significant like gains from it. I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. Like, like they took Caps goalie. Who'd they take? Vanacek? They took Vanacek and then they like traded him back back. to the Caps but for like a second round pick or something like not like not even like a significant amount I don't know How is that not circumvention? Who is is, who's the Seattle GM? Ron Francis Sorry, who? (laughs) Yeah I I think technically it wasn't circumvention because they took the pick and they didn't take that they, they did it, it's not cap circumvention yeah because what would have happened with like if they took uh they, they didn't they didn't request uh to be had to like hold any salary or anything like yeah because like in would have been the expansion draft you keep like they are taking the salary no matter what yeah yeah so that's why everyone was like oh they're gonna take um carry price mm-hmm. and they're going to take Carey Price and then they're going to trade him back and then only keep like five mil and get a lot more picks back. But that would have been circumvention because yeah. of the cap withheld. So. Um, yeah. Sorry. I got distracted. Okay. So next thing on the thing um, is free agency. <laughs> uh, so originally the doc said Dougie, devil, frowny face. But Brenna got mad at me and said I had to put a smiley face. I think it's good. There's lots of museums in New Jersey uh, from what I Googled. I'm so happy in Newark. There's so many, there's so many museums. Like, oh my God, I just want to go on a date with Dougie Hamilton to like the Camden Aquarium. I want to hold hands with him while we look at the hippos. Like, he's... (laughs) I'm glad he seems happy in New Jersey. Yeah. 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 If he's not, I'm going to make him happy. No, like, you know, when like someone gets traded and all of a sudden they're like miserable in every picture and like video and like at least he seems happy there. Yeah. Or like outwardly. Or when you get drafted to a team and it's the Sabres and you're sad forever. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. Like, (laughs) at no point has he looked sad. Listen, listen, Sabres fans have the same opinion that the players do, and they're like, oh, this sucks. This yeah, sucks. Being here sucks. Yeah. No, I agree. And, like, as a Sabres, uh, I'm not going to call myself a Sabres fan. As, like, a not anti-Sabres, I think it's hilarious. <laughs> like, I think it's so funny. Like, they're in this place 
um, in the franchise is just embarrassing. <laughs> and it's funny. <sighs> uh the next thing i have so really i understand a lot more happened in free agency but i have the uh, three things that like really matter actually no before we move on ryan graves i can't remember if he got traded or not yeah he's a freaking yeah. devil yeah yeah he mm-hmm. is that's my boy um he got traded for uh mikhail maltsev yeah um who I really liked. I personally really liked him. I just don't think he was on the same level as Ryan Graves. Um, but yeah, Mikhail is very precious to me personally. Mm-hmm. And I hope Colorado treats him well. Yeah. That's good. Uh, okay. So then I have Raffle. Because Raffle's now a star. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It's come full circle for me. <laughs> yeah he's there hanging out right. him and his good old buddy glendening just hanging out <laughs> but the fact is, that no one my... has... sorry no sorry this is this is my magic at work where i i take i take old men and i'm like here they're on a team i like i don't care you're not good the dallas stars are just getting older and older they're oh trying to God, turn yeah. into they're trying to turn into the the caps where they just yep. pick up every old man on earth and they hope that they're like Pavelski, who can actually still score. Um, and they're like, here, um, try. Please try. Please get any goals. We need so many goals. We don't have any of them. We can't it works sometimes. Goal. Like, it worked with Corey Perry. It worked, it worked with, with Corey Perry. Pavelski um, just, Pavelski's just has, he, like, hasn't declined at all. He's still incredible exactly. somehow. I don't know. Insane. I don't know what they're doing in Dallas, but they're... Uh... Well, actually, Joe Pavelski's, all, all he's doing is, like, tipping it in the net. Oh yeah, hundred percent. He's just no, he's so good at it. But he is, Tyler, he is. Tyler Sagan twerks on you once, and all of a sudden, like <laughs> you have the elixir of life or something. Yeah, yeah. Tyler Sagan was not doing any twerking this past season. His hips were not working like that. Because <laughs> as we all know, Tyler Sagan twerks side to side. Um, this is, this is going to be mentioned in trades, but sorry, I just saw a picture of Jake Voracek that just, um, Mm -mm. as Megan said, did a hundred damage to my brain. Yeah, I, the whole reason I wrote that little, like, song, it's not, I wouldn't call it a song. I'd call it like a jingle, you know, kind of like a parody. A pair. Okay, well, yeah, but I'd call it more of a, no, see, it's not really a parody in the sense that it doesn't work perfectly. But I, like, did it because I was, like, sad about, I was, like, first sad about Raffle, and then I was, like, slowly, like, getting sadder about, like, other guys being elsewhere, and I was, like, no, wait a second, we gotta, and then I was, like, well, there's someone in Dallas rally in Tennessee, and I was, like, this is perfect, so. Yeah. <sighs> um, staying. They give them with, back. Sorry, staying with the Southern United States, David Frank is a friend yeah oh, he's a predator Knox, take care of him phil myers is a predator they should uh give him back to i love it makes me I think love, about, um the fact that i'm going to see a predators game in october and i'll be able to uh not october november and i'll be able to put my hands up against the glass and maybe still <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'll put your hands up against the glass. A bunch make Phil look at me. <laughs> I love, 
I love the most famous number six out of all of Nashville. <laughs> Bill, Myers. Bill Myers. He might change it, eh? Oh Apparently, yeah. So he might be 55 because he didn't, like, he picked six because he wore six most of the time. Mm-hmm. He wore five because six was already taken on the flyers, but then they were like, six is free. So he was like, okay, I'll wear it in Nashville. But then he was like, wait, Shay Weber. Uh, how does it, hey, um, Phil, how does it feel to be the, the first person to wear uh, number six after Shea Weber left? that interview uh, his who told, face who told you i was who told you i was wearing six i'm definitely maybe not gonna wear six angela's gonna be devastated <laughs> r.i.p angela who has a phil myers six jersey has a six phil myers yeah. shirt. Tough. it's fine she like bought it immediately <laughs> He should do. He should do square sixty nine. So Angela just has to add a nine. Oh, oh my god, Phil Myers with sixty nine. Oh powerful. I I really think that Nashville is one of the only places where wearing sixty nine would be so celebrated. Like some hockey markets <laughs> exactly. think that it's like tra- like like some hockey markets are like you can't wear sixty nine. Yeah. Disgracing the game. Nashville throws you. catfish on the ice. Nashville throw a sixty nine on that bad boy. I think you could probably do it. Uh, in Nashville and you could probably do it in like San Jose and like maybe nowhere else yeah <laughs> might as well yeah. go for it like other other teams take themselves way too seriously <laughs> flames okay on to the I guess you could call it fun stuff the big trade uh, oh absolutely not there's nothing fun there were no fun big trades Ghost Wait, for, can I start um, talking? Oh, we're talking about Flyers? Trade? Yeah, we're going to talk about Flyers. Yeah, what did they trade Ghost for, Brown? Uh, nothing. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. Zero. Considerations. Mm-hmm. They traded uh, so Ghost and some picks. Best trade goes to Marc-Andre Fleury in that trade. Because technically they did trade for, like, a minor league. I can't even tell you who it was. So they traded Fleury to Chicago, which is funny. For some guy that played in their AHL affiliation, but then they also were like, "But you get to keep that guy too. We don't even want him." <laughs> so like they like literally were like, "This is the trade," and then they were like, "But don't send him here. He's still gonna play for your AHL team. We don't like him. <laughs> we don't like him." Which like you can do, and it happens. Like guys will play for other AHL teams, but like what? Mark andre Fleury. Like, are we talking about the same goalie here? Yeah, the goalie was, like, three cups. Apparently, he's not good enough for, like, anything. Did anyone, did anyone watch the playoffs last year when he was playing really well in goal and then they put Leonard in for, like, one game? They lost, like, eight nothing. Did anyone watch <laughs> that game? So then yeah. they had to put Flurry back in because they were like, oops. <laughs> oops. Management, like, blacked it out of their minds. They were like, oh. That didn't happen. Anyway, good luck, uh, Vegas. Mm-hmm. Good luck, Vegas. They yeah. have they they picked up Nolan Patrick to yeah. um, fill the void of um, happy shiny man. I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's like I don't so know, funny. but also That's they so lost like Gotten they lost the Reeves. Only... They lost yeah. Reeves. Um, I don't oh, really wait, know. Hold on, hold on. Else. 
Can we can we talk about the fact that Reeves went to the New York Rangers? Because the New York Rangers are like, we're gonna murder Tom Wilson. This <laughs> oh, yeah. is our only job. This is our dead. only job this next season is to murder Tom Wilson. Mm-hmm. Hey, you, Ryan Reeves, you like to beat people up. Who else we got? Let's yeah. go. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, Sorry. Like, what do you want? What are you doing? We talked about Tom Wilson in the last episode as well. So it's just it's so topical that they have gotten Ooh. someone specifically to get Tom Wilson where it hurts. I just, oh, I get it from like the Vegas point of view, but the Rangers side is just so funny. They were like, we need, how do we defeat the one man we can't defeat? (laughs) I just think it's so funny because they're, 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 they're doing what all the uh, Caps fans say they're doing. It's like, you can't get Tom Wilson out of your head. You can't get him out of your head. He's living the rent free. And I'm like, yeah, and don't make it too don't make it that obvious. What why are you giving them all the power? I agree. So true. All right. Did we talk about who the Flyers got in return for some of their trades? I mean, some guys. Okay, so here's the thing about their Flyers returns. So they got like Cam Atkinson, I think. Yeah. I am sad about it. I am sad about it, but I also, other than the fact that he's like now shorter than Travis Konechny, which I'm kind of sad about. He is good at hockey, okay? Like, you can take the Short King title from TK if you want, um, if you're as good as he is. So I get that. Um, Ryan Ellis, also very good. Is he better than Phil Myers and Nolan Patrick combined? Yes. Am I kind of sad about it? Also, yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, But no, he's going to be good. Um, I mean, is Rasmus Ristolainen better than Robert (laughs) Hag? I think you they're could literally argue. comparable at 2%. <laughs> you, could, you could argue. <laughs> pretty, I could think they're basically the same guy. Uh, you know, you just swap them around. Yeah. No one will really notice, right? They'll be like, ooh, Hag switched his number to 70 and also added a bunch of letters to his name. Like, no yeah. one's going to care. And also added Got the most hair blonde, blonde, terrible hair I've ever seen. <laughs> looking like a Da Vinci twin. It's fine. <laughs> He just is embraced his Swedish heritage by dyeing his hair blonde. Yeah, um, I don't know. Okay. Uh, wait, yeah, wait, I have a question. Yes. Um, yes. Do the Flyers still have Justin Braun? Yes. Sorry, don't. Brenna, don't talk to me. Yes, they do. He's alive okay. and well. He's no longer day to day. He Well, okay, so here's my little piece on Justin Braun that I will interrupt with right now. So, First things first, Baby Brawner 2.0 is here. We got the two babies. They're both so cute. Uh, well, I mean, one of them was like, I don't know, his other daughter's like seven, but it's fine. We got the baby. Second of all, um, he broke his foot at the end of last season, and he was day-to-day, like all last, like off-season, he was like listed as day-to-day, which was driving me insane because I was like, I like, it's his foot. Like, I don't know what that means. But when they put out their weird updated schedule that just like dropped all the injuries or whatever the other day he wasn't on the list so I'm assuming he's no longer day-to-day I'm assuming Justin Braun alive and well and thriving thriving with his beautiful master chef wife Uh, exactly I'm obsessed with her I love her so much Mm -hmm. if there is one thing that people should know about me other than like oh she likes hockey it's that she's watched every single episode of master chef at least four times and Jessie, Jessie is from like season three. I love her so much. She's like one of my favorites. 
And then I found out that she was married to Justin Braun through her own Instagram. I was like, oh, that's really like, because Heather was like, oh, I was talking about him. Yeah. Yeah. We were talking about his Instagram and I was like, oh, that's funny. Um, His wife is tagged in this. I already follow her. Oh, she was on MasterChef. Yeah. (laughs) Really funny. Um, Sorry. Uh, going back to another flyer who was traded, have you all looked at the image of um, Jake Voracek I sent to the fake fans group chat? Yeah. What did they do to him? Why is he so groomed? <laughs> okay. Because he's now in Ohio. Like, here's my, here's my <laughs> thing. I think when like he was like... <laughs> No, I got to explain it, though. I think, like, when he was in Philly, like, when his career, well, when he went first from Columbus to Philly, he, like, looked kind of like this. And then he realized, like, no, I can be insane here. And he kind of, like, let himself go. And then, you know, like, Gritty came around. And then, like, anything is better than Gritty. So he could do whatever he wanted. But, like, now he's, like, back in Columbus. They're, like, you don't look like the way we remember. Like, revert. (laughs) They, like, hit the revert key. And now he's back. Yeah. This seems incorrect to me because if I had to get traded to Ohio and live there, I would go even more insane. Yeah. It's like I would pull a Jeff Carter. I would just look sad in every interview, like look like I'm crying in the stands as I'm injured. He looks like he's crying. He He looks looks like like he's crying all the time. He like it was super sad in every interview. He like broke it. What he he like broke his foot and then like sat in the like player's box looking sad every game like just like looking depressed all the time and then they were like no get rid of this guy and they sent him over to LA and he was like happy again he was like perfect one of Stanley Cup he was like great let's do it a couple Stanley Cups right anyway mm-hmm. iconic move Jake Forachek should try it out maybe I think, get sent I think somewhere he's great he started because he looks so <laughs> depressed in that picture he's just like he's just sitting there like okay now what do you want me to do next he looks like, like a suburban father. He looks kind of like if, dad. if you took Oscar the Grouch and like made him human, like a white man. You know, like that's <laughs> you're him. not wrong. Wait, I have to tweet that. Uh, live um, tweet sorry, right the now. thought I was going to get to was I think I've compared Ohio to like one of the Prairie Provinces, and the thing is that with the Prairie Provinces, like you have some people who like look suburban, but for the most part, they're a little batshit. Um, yeah. So I thought you would still say being that shit, but no. It's weird. I don't like it. Uh, please, please become the feral man again. Thank you. No more feral. Ohio will love it, I swear. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> so we can, I think we'll keep the uh, non-vaxxed players for like closer to the end. Uh, if I can keep it in in me long yeah. enough. Okay, so we'll do a happy thing, and then we'll talk about Jack Eichel. <laughs> Those aren't related. If, uh, if no, they're not related. But him. it's just like I feel like we'll do happy Jack Eichel happy. The um, second half is about vaccinations. Oh, no. the second half. Ha- the second half is about Luke Propal. Oh uh, what, yeah, whatever his name is. I don't know how to say it. Uh, congrats to Freesoft. That's we a did huge it, contract. We did it, boys. Only $9 million a year. 
let's go. He was offered 11 million to play in Russia. And he was like, um, I really want to play hockey in Minnesota. No, 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 no. 11 million total. Oh. Because the, 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 the cap space there is not that big. It would have been yeah. 11 million total because the cap space for a single, like the most expensive, the most, uh, the team with the most cap is like 12 mil. Oh, that's so funny. He gets like all of the cap space. We will pay you everything we have to make you come play here in Russia. I uh, think I think it was technically like spread out, but yeah, they could not offer him nine mil. <laughs> this is great news for me personally. It means that I get five more years of watching Kirill Kaprizov play in Minnesota. It means that Minnesota has at least five more years of me being a fan of them because Jordan's contract ends this season, I believe. And I don't know if he's going to resign. I don't know. I don't know how he feels about Minnesota. I think he likes it. But if he doesn't, I'm out. Anyways, let's go dollar dollar bill Carilla. I guess that's how you say it. All right. So on to the Jack Eiffel stuff. I am not the most informed. Like, I really... I've been like superficially keeping a track of hockey stuff over the off season. So this is one of those things where it's just kind of like all I know are like a little bit of the rumors. And all I have to say is I don't think that Jack Eichel's as good of a player as he was drafted to be. I also like there's a lot of things about him that I don't like. None of that makes him deserve or anyone for that matter to have his medical needs. Um, not abused but like um ignored underestimated and ignored yes that that's my thing on this I'm gonna say that like as much as like I also don't like Jack Eichel he gets a bit of a pass especially statistics wise because he plays for a terrible team and has only ever played for a terrible team and as a result would it that he is now a player they're paying a lot of money to who's injured, but he's got to take on a risky surgery, which he wants to take. And instead, instead of paying for the risky surgery where he could feasibly come back and keep playing hockey, because it's literally what he wants to do, they're going to just try to trade him injured and not risk the surgery. But they're not going to get a return for him because he's he doesn't have good stats because they're a terrible team. Mm-hmm. And he's injured. Yeah. I just I feel don't like, understand. Like they dug this hole for themselves. I don't understand what this stalemate is for the Sabres because they are not going to get anything from Jack Eichel if he's injured. Yeah, Mm -hmm. well, it's just that, like, when you look at it, it's like you either um, lose him because he'll be injured for the rest of his life or you lose him because uh, he leaves for the surgery and it go well or you lose him because he fucking quits hockey. Like, if he just... Like, if his contract expires and he goes, I'm done, I'm going to go play in Russia where maybe they'll pay for my experimental surgery or Mm -hmm. I'm going to pay for the surgery on my own and then uh, maybe I'll go play for, I don't know, who do we not like? VGK. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's just it's just kind of the worst position in every sense of the word for Mm -hmm. every person involved. Like, how is no one content with this? Like, there's... How, how did no one come to an agreement where you could be moderately content where Jack Eichel can be on a team that he wants to play for, where his surgery can be paid for because he has to get his surgery from the team doctors? Mm-hmm. I have a question for you guys. Where do you think Jack Eichel 
wants to play? Uh, Boston. Good question. Boston. I don't want him. Uh, okay. Pick another team. I think he wants to play in Boston. <laughs> I think he wants to play in Boston, but I feel like he probably like has a few teams that like, like maybe Boston was like first choice, but if Boston's like hell not. Then I feel like if in I Boston? was in this position, there'd be like at least ten others. I'd be like, okay, that's fine too. Oh no, yeah. you know, like I that's the thing. Like, I feel is like it's like I will go anywhere that isn't yeah this part of New York. This yeah. specific one specific area just like not saying the team's name i just don't want to be in um i don't know like real close to niagara falls uh yeah, yeah. maybe like uh, an hour or two away from new york not in on that yeah. yeah i don't know i it's yeah it's an <laughs> awful situation for anyone to be in and yeah. i um i seriously do feel bad for him that's it. Yep. Again. Never he thought could I'd be a better. He was man. drafted really. Sorry. You go again. I, I never thought I'd feel bad for a hockey man, but here I am. Yeah. But like, again. I think it, sorry. I think it really boils down to the fact that, like, it's still at the fault of their, their contract negotiations where they have a union, but they didn't agree to terms where they weren't, like, dependent on the NHL for their medical needs despite the fact yeah. that their medical needs come as a result of their job, I think it's insane that they haven't negotiated their way mm-hmm. into having like complete control over that, or at least not the fact that they're like, they're just dependent on the team doctor now. Like, I think yeah. that's insane because even you can go out and get a second opinion and pay for it with your own money. And you're supposed to be, you're, then if you take it to the team, they're supposed to undergo negotiations, not take yeah. the second doctor's opinion. That's crazy. I don't know. I was talking, I don't know. I think I was talking to, I was in a Twitter space. So honestly, could have been anyone. Uh, I feel like it was Mike, but I think it was, we were talking about how, like, I, I don't see, like, the CBA right now, um, I think goes till 2026. Mm-hmm. And like, I do not see it lasting the way it is right now but the other problem is like I don't see the players um and the the CBA like coming to like an agreement easily you know like I wouldn't be surprised if a lot comes up after like it just especially involving Eichel like I just I don't know Mm -hmm. Because it's just, there's no one's winning here. No one's winning. No one's getting anywhere. Like, what, like, what's going to give? Yeah. Um, Yeah, as has been stated, again, it is, the NHL is so messed up in so many ways. It is very frustrating to, even as someone who is not a fan of Buffalo or Jack Eichel, it's very frustrating frustrating to see a corp or not corporation but like an employer pretty much abuse its employees and the union do nothing about it yeah it just seems insane that because jack jack eichel is one of the most high profile players you can kind of get yeah oh yeah and like and kind of just nothing but I guess um, another thing I would like to add is that if they're doing this to the high-profile players, what are they doing to the players that don't get any media? 
I mean, it's it's really interesting how they are just consistently terrible with with mm-hmm. their medical side because there was the whole Toradol scandal oh. with the with the painkillers being applied constantly when it's it's not supposed to be applied that way first. Second off, it causes complications, which uh, it was Ryan Kessler, Kessler right? Yeah. Who, who, who was like, yeah, I, my colon is shot. Thanks. Yep. And he's, he's also a high profile player. I could bring up more. I won't even go into it. I, there's no. so much. There's just so much. There's like, so I don't much. know, support your players. I just think it's stupid. It's so stupid in so many ways. I'll get angry about it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so moving on to something a little, I guess, less heavy, I guess. Luke, uh, Prokop? Prokop. 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 Yeah, we're yeah. Prokop here. We're, yeah. we're, we're pro We're okay, pro Prokop. Well. You're not Prokop. You're pro yeah. Prokop. Pro Prokop, <laughs> not Prokop. <laughs> Um, well, again, congrats, Luke. That's huge, and I'm so proud of you. I gotta put it out there. I bought I bought his um, WHL card. It's nice and shiny. I have it on my wall now, along with a bunch of a bunch of other hockey cards that were mailed to me because that's what dorm decorations are. It's you <laughs> get things that look cool and you just slap them on the wall with tape. Yep. So now, in case ever I feel in trouble, I can just look look at Luke Prokop and you know get inspired. Yeah. Yeah, it's always it's always nice to see representation for people who aren't, you know, whether it's um, they're not white, they're not straight, they're not cis, they're not whatever, just anyone who is different in in a major sport of any kind. It's always nice to see. Yeah. Also, it's really nice to see that he had a lot of support. Like he felt comfortable to come out to the organization, which we always saw was going to be like an issue um he came out to his family and friends he has a big support system that he's really happy to have and like john he got a call from elton john how cool is that um yeah like the the way that the team uh came out and was like was like hey um one of our prospects has something to tell you. <laughs> like, oh, okay. And now he's at training camp because they just they just released their training camp yeah. uh, roster. And I was looking, I was like, he better be there. And he's there. Okay. I just think it's really nice because up to this point, no one has ever actually been like it like we haven't really found a player that who's gonna actually play in the NHL. Mm-hmm. Like, like no one has been as prominent as Luke. Like he's now yeah. in an NHL training camp. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like, sorry, there's like Brock McGillness who like, yeah, he's like played high level hockey and he's gay, but it's just kind of like I don't think maybe he got drafted. I don't think he got drafted. And then there's that guy in Denmark. Uh, he's playing Danish hockey. He's like 27. Yeah, I think it's like I don't know. And then there is like there seeing... is Yanni Duplessis, yeah. who who came out previously. I think it was like within the last year. And yeah. he was young and had a story, I think, in The Athletic about mm-hmm. what it was like. But he yeah. was not, he was outed. So right. not yeah. as happy of a story. And he's also not projected to, like, make it yeah. as far as Luke. Um, he's a ninth round QAQ, um, QMH, Q, 
Q-M-J-H-L. Yeah, there you go. Acronyms are not my strong suit. It's all good. It's all good. Uh, Actually, um, I'm going to use this as a transition into talking about the women's hockey thing. So the NWHL has changed their name to the Premier Hockey Federation. So weird. Which is one, weird. Very weird. Very weird, very strange. But also, the thing that I'm upset about is the fact that now both women's major women's major hockey things start with P's and even though one significantly longer I'm still somehow going to confuse them Mm -hmm. which means everyone else is going to confuse them which means all the uh, time they spend into branding the NWHL which people actually were starting to recognize because they had twitch streams and everything attached to that name Mm -hmm. why nothing why bother yep my, I mean, like, I think that really the only upside on it is that it took the word women out of it, which, like, it sure, it allows for more trans inclusivity and non-binary inclusivity, but changing your name is not enough. We have to make sure that they know that changing your name is not enough. You need to put out, like, legislation that says that oh, trans and non-binary people can play in this league with women, full yeah. stop. Yeah, also, like, some of the people and, still hired in yeah. that league. Uh, I'm going to just fully say, you can't say that you're going to be trans-inclusive and still employ Digit Murphy. Yeah. So, and I, I also think, I, I think definitely their their position to take women out of the name was just to be viewed as more of a sports league, because if you're if you're a if you're a league and you have to specify you're a women's league, it never feels as legitimate, which I understand because mm-hmm. it's always compared to, in this case, it would be the NHL because the mm-hmm. NWHL and the NHL would be a matching set and you'd have to specify that you're playing for the women's league rather than mm-hmm. for a professional hockey league period. Yeah. I think I, I don't think that they ever, I don't think really that they mean, mean to be trans inclusive because of mm-hmm. the way that they handled the digital yeah, situation. I guess I guess I just try to look out the brighter side. But yeah, I wish. I wish. Even if they were trying to look at the like brighter side of it, I still the reason I have I find it like hard to find that to be true is because like why wouldn't they just like change what the W stood for? Mm-hmm. You know, like what like you they could have kept all their branding and just kind of like modified it and kept all their handles and everything so the way that they like chose instead to completely like Mm -hmm. completely differentiate like the phf like in a completely different way um just like makes me think like that they weren't trying yeah to do what i wish they were trying to do but um also i like phf because if you take the sound like ph like it's like a sound and if you take the f it's a sound so if you try to read PHF like phonetically, it's just. Um, yeah. I uh, don't like PHF because every single time I see it, I think, isn't that already something else? And in my head, I'm thinking about PDFs, which are not PHFs, but they are mm. so close to PHFs that I am like, no, that has that that definitely is something else. Yeah, and it's definitely not a premier a hockey federation or whatever it stands for professional premier randomly switch it to pdf in the doc pdf i the problem <laughs> i found was like when i see like phf i think it's like a perfect hash function 
And then I just start thinking about math and then everyone hates me all over again. But like, <laughs> I, I think it like, it stands for a lot of things in a lot of communities already. Whereas like, if you say um, like some acronyms, like when you say them, there's no, I'm not confused. Like, I don't not know what you're talking about. Like if you had said NWHL, I'm not like, oh, what's that? You know, whereas like PHF is like, depending on who you're talking to, people can be like, what's that? I do a lot of computer programming. Why are you talking about hash functions? Or like, (laughs) I don't know. Also the logo. So that's fine. Yeah. The logo's a bit strange. Yeah. It, you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of, um, and this might, you guys might not get the, but Overwatch, um, when it's yes. it looks like like an Overwatch um, Elite, like yeah. logo. That's what it looks like. Mm-hmm. It looks like you're about to sit down for four hours and play esports. Yeah. Yep. No, you're right. You're so right. It's just generic. Okay. It's so generic. It's just a crown made of stars. Mm-hmm. All right. So moving on to more uh, off some Canadian, or rather, I don't want to say better, but like, I guess better Canadian women. Uh, let's go two golds in one summer. Congrats. Or two golds in team sports, because I know that there were some other golds in there as well. In team sports? Oh, yeah. c- congrats. You beat us at soccer <laughs> for once. Oh, my God. Soccer and oh, hockey. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, hockey, hockey, Both. congrats. Like, you you won your sport. Um, and you beat Whoa. us. Um, hey, hold up. Canada was struggling to win um, the world championship in hockey for a while. I don't pay attention to worlds. Okay, well. I just don't. Well, it's hurtful to me personally. It's not bad, though. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think it's like, I think like the soccer one also is not surprising. Uh, In (laughs) Canadian sports, like I but I'm still proud of it. And I'm still going to like rub it in other teams' faces because they think that like all we can do is play hockey. Mm-hmm. But also a lot of people also think that like hockey is like our only like national sport, which is also a lie. So it's fine. What's the American national sport? Like what's your national sport? Football. Baseball. Baseball. As known as the American pastime, well, but football is the sport that everyone watches. Yeah. No, but you don't know, like people have. There's like a national sport, like, like it's like listed in your yeah thing, baseball. You know, ew. I mean, it makes sense. Uh, we got two. Sorry, we have, uh, good old good old hockey, and then you know the classic Canadian uh, lacrosse. <laughs> yeah. Um. Sorry, I'm looking at the uh, women's double IHF stuff. And apparently yeah. Japan has been to, um, what's it called? Has been to the women's double IHF stuff eight times. Yeah, they're, yeah. Really good. Um, they're really good and like yeah. disproportionately good. Mm-hmm. In like, oh, in like, if you like look at all the teams, because obviously it's like you get all the like Scandinavian teams, like places where there's a lot of ice that like mm-hmm. makes sense. And then you look at like, like, no one's thinking, oh, yeah, the Japan women's hockey team is going to, like, destroy everyone. And then they just, like, show up and, like, show people up. It's insane. Listen, listen I, I, like, had oh. to point out that, like, the Japanese, like, the women's Japanese, like, 
like goalie masks are elite. Like I don't know who does I the starting so goaltenders much. masks, but they're so beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, which is why I know that Japan has a women's ice hockey team. Yeah. So that means Japan does pretty well in the lower levels or lower divisions rather. Yeah. Like they're a big contender of everything. Everything. I shouldn't be surprised. I don't know. I think it's just surprising because like when you think of like the places on the globe where Mm -hmm. people are like good at hockey. Yeah, I mean, well, you don't tend to see Japanese hockey players even in the NHL. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, that's true. One in the, well, I guess the PHF. Yeah, but, yeah. like, the Japanese hockey players I can think of are all Asians who are half Asian or less. Term. The sorry. legal term. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Um, so I call myself a Asian because I'm half Asian, half white. And I was talking with my friend who's also an Asian. This was a wage, and this was a few years, this was like a year ago. And my English teacher at the time was like, Is that offensive? <laughs> and she's I like, mean, a well, maybe a well it's white lady. It. So it makes total sense. It was just like, Not white. Not, not when I say it, it's not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just, oh. They're so good. Yeah, wasn't okay. there that um, Japanese goalie in the PHF? Huh? PHF. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there was. I don't know what team she played for. Oh, the I'm... Japanese goalie? Yeah. I thought she was, I thought she was Metro? Probably. Yeah. Okay, anyways. On to the non-backed people. <laughs> um just going to be like first things first william nylander is technically not fully vaxxed but apparently it was medical reason from what i'm understanding it was like he's technically a canadian like resident and then because hi what's making noise okay hi yeah because he wasn't in canada yeah so and he wasn't eligible to get vaccinated in sweden so that's the big thing. Um, but he will be fully vaccinated soon. And he was wearing a mask. So that's the that's important. Mask um, okay. Yeah. Moving on to another player. Uh, we're gonna talk about the Red Wings player. I'm gonna read out this tweet. Um, oh my god, is it the one? Is it the one? Uh, oh my god, read it. Uh, okay, please. okay. So oh. so speaking about the Red Wings player, uh, all there there is only one Red Wings player who is unvaxxed and because of that, uh, someone said, imagine believing in a conspiracy theory so hard, you're willing to give up $400,000. Now, excuse me while I DM Tyler Bertuzzi from my, my Nigerian Prince alternative Twitter. <laughs> That's not we even the really one I contact <laughs> No, Let's the tweet I read. Wait, okay. read oh, we're just going to dunk on Tyler Bertuzzi My favorite Bertuzzi one for is from at no salary retained, but there's a little E before the D at the end. Uh, kind of like the band stained. Okay, and it just says weird for a member of the Bertuzzi family not to be into cheap shots because oh, of the Todd oh, Bertuzzi no. Steve I, Moore. Oh. I just no, but I just like oh my god! That was when your uncle killed that guy. <laughs> I just it's alarming. Like, but yeah, yeah. Oh. 
Yeah. So yeah, and then hold on. And then, then Stevie Y was asked for a comment because of course he was, he's the GM of the team. And he said, sorry, we're not, but I don't think we can force anyone to do anything. Huh. But he does. But he like Tyler Bertuzzi will not be able to like participate in Canadian games because he's not vaxxed. No. So. Yeah, I think. I mean, it's the right. It's the right thing to do. Uh, and then there's don't pay them. Don't them any rights. <laughs> yep. What's it? And there's Josh Josh Archibald, Archibald rather, who his teammate is literally going to be out for the majority of the season with COVID complications. Yeah. Who isn't vaxxed? He also plays for Edmonton, so that's a lot. He's going to make way less because he can't get into the states. I don't think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, there's Zach Ronaldo, which is like I guess no one really cares about, but like as like from a Canadian point of view, yeah. he's like funny in every way. Can um, Can Ronaldo even get into the states because he's from Hamilton? So I he's on he was traded to Columbus, right? Yeah. So I think he is. I think he can probably get there because he's working. Okay. Like I think he can probably get into. I don't know the U.S. laws. He can probably get into the U.S. He's not going to be able to come up north for Canadian games. Um, but also they said they were going to just like keep him. That he's not allowed to come to camp. They yeah. the Blue Jackets don't want him at camp because he's not vaccinated. Also, he like <laughs> gave a speech at a PPC rally that Maxine yeah. Bernier was at, which is also funny. Uh, um, just but- context. The PCP or the People's Party of Canada is the alt-right um, uh, political party, and that's probably the best way. It was formed because Maxime Bernay lost a conservative leadership election and then decided, actually, no, I'm going to hate immigrants now. Oh, yeah, it's like it's kind of like if Donald, like the easiest way to, be, to explain is like if Donald Trump uh, was where he was at when he was running to be president for the first time okay and he was kind of like doing that but then he didn't win that election and he was like you know what I'm gonna make something way more extreme and then the people will like me more and then like 40 people show up in a park every time he talks and he's like thousands of people have come and there's like (laughs) a couple locals that are like walking by that are like what's this guy doing here and like Zach Ronaldo is one of the locals that like showed up and was like let me speak on the microphone at this rally of 40 people in a park Oh my uh, god! For this man, so yeah, it's just like very, um, very interesting to me. I also think it's interesting because at least some of these players might be like good at hockey. <laughs> uh, then, the list, um, the list no, I have, the list, the four I have listed here, Tyler Bertuzzi's probably the best, and uh, that's questionable. Hold on, that's questionable because he's coming off of a back injury, true. so he hasn't he hasn't played in about a year when he fucked up his back which is fair but i also look at like if you look at his like total career earnings yeah i think it's like it but this guy like like zach ronaldo what's your backup plan (laughs) zach ronaldo is like for lack of a term he totally is just a goon like that's what his job is he doesn't really score he's kind of there to be tough and be annoying um and then other guy this guy is technically in the Flames organization, so he's going to camp in Stockton. Uh, oh, Tyler yeah. Parsons, who, by the way, huge Trumpy, like, Love don't it. post pictures of yourself with Trump flags if you don't want to get called a Trumpy, dude. <laughs> yeah, so he can't get into Canada for 
undisclosed inability to um, complete quarantine. Mostly because if you're not vaccinated, you have to be let in and then you have to quarantine for two weeks. Yeah. And uh, I don't know how he plans to do that to like yeah, travel and then also, between games. Yeah, but then also like the big thing is there's no way he's, um, what is it? Like for all the years he's been in the organization, he's never been higher than like starter in Stockton. Yeah. So no clue, like there's no point for him to even come up here. Yeah. Yeah, unless someone gets like, unless like four people get like horrifically injured, there's no risk for him to come up here. Yeah, well, that doesn't happen. Yeah, we're hoping. Um, Well, in New Jersey, we got um, all but one. They, we don't know who it is. Um, (gasps) No. There's a couple names floating around. Um, Heather, who do you think it is? I have opinions. I have, I have an opinion. I think it's Tyler Watherspoon, but that's just because I don't like him. (laughs) Also, former Flame. So you can just see the Alberta connection. (laughs) Oh Uh, yeah. Who do you think it is? Because I won't say the other name because he is a precious boy to me, and if it ends up being him, I'm I'm gonna. I'm trying to remember. Sense into him. I'm trying to remember. Oh, you know who it is? I think it's... No, it's definitely the same guy. W-O. It's a W-O. Yeah. Watherspoon. Yeah. No. Yep. Yeah. He has been um, noted as liking a lot of um, anti-vax tweets. He follows a lot of anti-vax accounts. Um, I'm pretty sure it's him. The other, the other guess is, like, people are like, oh, this one guy isn't... He wasn't... He isn't here for media day. Where is he? Like yeah. I, I don't know. I don't but know there's tons of guys I haven't seen on media day. You know, yeah. It's his me day. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe maybe he's getting vaxxed right now. How would you know? Like speaking of, Duncan Keith is actively <laughs> has been stabbed in the arm. He's just kind of waiting a few weeks. Yeah. I, go, I have my it. opinions. People are like, "Oh, I can't believe he like had to." I'm like, "Listen, I." fully believe that he did not do it to get the hundred dollars from the Alberta <laughs> government but if he did valid and I agree I want a hundred dollars yeah now I'm vaccinated. kind of annoyed I'm kind yeah, of like, annoyed I got vaccinated as soon as possible instead of getting all the cool stuff I could have gotten right like give me a hundred dollars yo give me a thousand dollars because I did it and you didn't even have to give me a hundred dollars for me to do it <laughs> yeah exactly like I had I was fully vaccinated before you even tried to give hundred people people hundred dollars to get their vaccine. Hey, I was fully vaccinated, I got, and I live in that province. Right? I got vaccinated on the first day of my availability. Where is my hundred dollars, America? Yeah, yeah. I got the J. I got the J and J vaccine. Oh. The one one shot. Lana's baby. lucky that. Oh, one and done at my work. The moment I could. So where is my where is my cash? give me the money i don't know uh i mean like obviously i'm a good person i don't actually think i deserve money and i'm happy to like protect myself and people around me however however giving out money yeah if you're giving money to people who don't care you should maybe give money to people who do i mean Mm -hmm. alberta so it's fine yeah uh so i think that's all the topics for this week unless is there anything else um, I don't know. There's always something else. I mean, like, I could just keep talking if you want. Okay, well, we're going to yeah. move on to our hockey was... nepotism chat. 
Unless, sorry, what? What? What are you saying? No. <laughs> it's okay. I was going to say one more thing, but then I was like, what? No, um, so you say the one more thing. You... No, you can go. Okay, we're good. so we're doing our hockey nepotism shout out. This week isn't really nepotism. It's more of familial relations, but um, we're going to count that. I want to talk about Travis Konechny and Bo Horvat and how they're second cousins. Yeah. I love them. So good. Freaks. Okay. They grew up on like the same like farm com not farm complex, but like they grew up visiting grandparents. <laughs> I mean, it's basically a farm complex down there. I yeah. yeah. But they grew up visiting the grandparents on like that farm. We got some corn in here. Yeah. <laughs> no, I believe it. Um, I think the I saw some tweets that were like because they both have like young kids now. Yeah. And they were Rhett like, where is the content? I need it. Rhett and Gunner. I, no offense. I think kids are really cute. I love kids. Rhett and Gunner. Yeah. You, those are their names. Rhett. Little country boys. Rhett James. <laughs> What's the name of the dog again? Like Gus. Right? Bo Horvath's dog name is Gus. Right? I don't oh, know. <laughs> okay, gotta check this. I know his kid's name starts with the same letter. Gus and Gunner. I don't know. I'm 95% like sure it's Gus, Gunner, Rhett, Marvin, and Ruby, which are just like... No, I love them all. I love names dearly, and I think choosing a name is like uh, iconic in every way. I've never been disappointed by a name. Um, Look, I read a because list it's today. always funny no matter what. Even if it's like one of the names I hate, and I think you should never name your child. I like look at it, and I look at the person that named their child that name, and I'm like, no, it totally checks out. You did exactly <laughs> what I thought you were going to do. I love you for it. Makes mm-hmm. sense. You look like the parents of an oasis, but spelled with yeah. a Z. Yeah, exactly. Like, I love it. Yeah, the guest. Are we still trying to figure out Bo Horvat's dog's name? I am. <laughs> Everyone, pause the podcast. Ah, okay, I don't well, think I'm going to find out what it is. While you're trying to figure out Bo Horvat's dog's name, uh, do we anything else you want to talk about? Uh, we have our three stars and three hearts to give out. Um. So as three stars works like all three stars, the only difference is there's three stars written, or rather, it's three stars in the sense of in the doc, in the podcast outline that I have written down people who I think deserve a star, but then you guys can throw as many in as you like, and I might add extra. So it's three stars, and that's like the theory behind it, but there's more than three. It's our stars of the game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I Um, have my three stars. So yeah, they're, so, not, they're um, not these three, but they're there. Yeah, so third star of the offseason for me is all teams that are fully vaxxed. Congrats, you did the bare minimum gold star. So true, besties. Congrats. Uh, do, do I have to? Uh, doesn't matter. But I just have three of my own. You've already listed one, so you should list three total, and then I'll give my three separate. Okay. So then uh, my second star of the week or the off season is Johnny Hockey. Congratulations on getting married. I 
didn't know you were dating until you announced your engagement. No, for real? Oh, I love them. I love them. They have a house in Avon, which Ooh. is a town in New Jersey. And um, it's a beach house. And it's a really, okay. really nice beach house. Let's just really nice beach house it has an elevator love so it it's the one from the um beach video right yeah sorry we should clear up the elevator yeah. is not because it's super big it's because he has a cousin who can't use stairs who's in no, the know. but it has an elevator sorry. which is common in beach houses i know but it's just like it's so sweet for him to have an elevator for his cousin i know I that like him. obviously everything should be accessible but like some people don't think about that I love him. I if think you have perfect. the money, you should yeah. do it. Um, and then my first star of the offseason goes to Marie Philip Poulon for winning the uh, golden goal, for scoring the golden goal. All right, someone else. You want me to go? You want me to go? Yeah, I want you to go. It is Gus. Okay. The dog is Gus. We did it, boys. Gus and okay. Gunner. Alrighty, so my three stars of the off season, we've got, uh, st- wait, we're starting the bottom, so like lowest yeah. star, least important star, um, mm-hmm. boy Mitch Marner, uh, congrats on the engagement, uh, congrats on blocking me on Twitter, uh, I'm sure these are all like, good, uh, these are all for your people. health and your life, and I am so proud of you, um, go Leafs go, Uh <laughs> Uh, congrats number two goes to my boy Nolan Patrick with the insane contract in Vegas that makes no sense in any way don't know how you did it I don't know how you did it I don't know how if you multiply it by the number two which is how long it is you read it backwards it needs 420 it's just iconic in every way (laughs) congrats on the weed contract and I don't know how you are possibly going to make that much money insane and congrats uh, to the top star the first star uh, in my heart, actually, uh, Jonathan Drouin, who was like, everyone was nervous last year when he kind of like left in the middle of practice and no one saw him for months. Literally, he was just disappeared and he was like off for like personal reasons. And everyone was speculating that like, I don't know, like someone was really sick or like he was like not alive any, I don't know. There was some insane stuff going around. And like a few days ago, he came forward and he was like, no, nah, like I was just really anxious and like not doing well. It took some time for myself. Um, and now I'm back and it made me very, very happy. Uh, and I'm so glad he was okay. And I'm sorry that he like, wasn't feeling great at the time, but I think he is, uh, my little, <sighs> my little Joe. Anyway, uh, also, also shout out to him for marrying a doctor. Congrats. Oh yeah. He, oh, yeah. yeah. He really, he really, uh, he really reached on that one. <laughs> Go off, <Ken. laughs> you, I'm so sorry you're on the Habs, you, are you the did reacher. it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. She's beautiful and she's a doctor. He reached. All right. Any more stars for this pod? No, I just want to add on to um Mitch Miller. Uh Mitch Miller. <laughs> Not Mitch Miller. <laughs> Not that horrid, horrid boy. Um Mitch Marner, congrats on getting engaged. Um, also congrats on meeting the entirety of Leafs Nation to hate you for being happy. Like, you know what? Stunt on them, flex on them. You deserve all the happiness in the world. Congrats, mm-hmm. Stephanie. I I know you had a wonderful time on that boat. Well, and congrats you know on the George Taking too. one day off of practice. Taking one day off of practice to get engaged. I think that's deserved. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I would like to say shout out Mitch Marner for pissing off all of Leafs Twitter. You did what we all wish to do every day. Iconic. I think, I mean, it's so easy to piss off Leafs Twitter. One time I pissed them off by telling them that the CN Tower uh, didn't belong to them because it was the Canadian National Tower, not the Toronto Tower. And it literally insane. I don't know how they got mad about that. I don't know how they found it. Uh, but I think it's like iconic of Mitch Marner to do that and yeah. still be one of their best uh, players. It's like, you go, dude. Um, I would just like to add everyone who was pissed at um, for about the not being the Toronto Tower, I would just like to remind you it is the Calgary Tower. <laughs> Sorry. Weird tower drama in Canada. There's so much oh tower God. drama. I don't want to talk. I can't get into it. But I can uh, be proud of everyone who is pissed off a Leafs fan. And as a Leafs fan myself, I think it's very important uh, that people are put in their place. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I have a star. I have one star, the only star. Um, is it Jason Robertson? Star. It's Jason Robertson. How did you know? <laughs> How did I know? How did you know that the only star that I care about right now specifically is Jason Robertson getting his, getting, getting his, like photo shoots done for media day he's growing out a mullet I love that look for him he looks so good he looks so happy all the time and his 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 star logo where they had ever like everyone on their own NHL team draw the logo his is so perfect I they need to change the logo to that he he's right perfect boy perfect that is my should have been Calder winner okay yeah leave it alone they can cut it in half. They can they can share cut the trophy together. Cut it in half. I tried. I did my. This research. is our colder sharing shirt. Yeah. Okay. Any more last call? For, last call for stars. Last call for stars. Yeah. So we're gonna go I into. You heart. just want me to name the roster. I just uh, I like Sagan, Ben Kim, uh, Joke. <laughs> oh my God! S is still there. We got Klinger. Clodobin. Uh, uh, is he still in the Dobbs? Stars? Yeah, yes, he is. We have four in goalies. a surprising move. Uh, we four got goalies. Anton Hudobin. We got Ben Bishop, iconic Ben Bishop, Ooh. still doing it. Brayden Holtby. Uh, we and got Jay Yeah, yeah, good. Uh, I would like to move on to Hart. To answer your question, so, Brenna, uh, Jamie Alexia. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. Hearts. Yeah, I'm listening. Yeah. So um, we're going to start with my third heart of this offseason is Flyers injury news. Um, I'm sorry. I'm just really upset. I was like so happy for Sam for breakfast, lunch, and he's injured. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, according to him, he only banged up his knee. So. <laughs> but he's having surgery. It'll be at six to eight weeks. But he's so it's having fine, surgery. Though. I saw that, that text that was posted on, on Twitter. And the first thing I thought was like, yeah, but he this the way that he was saying it was like, yeah, when the dude bro at the party like breaks his arm and he's like, no, nah, no, nah, it's good, it's fine, haha. <laughs> Everyone been texting me. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I adore him and I really hope he's uh, okay. also Wade is out definitely, which like honestly was our only hope. Uh, <laughs> also iconic move for Kevin Hayes to also need surgery a second time when he had surgery at the beginning of the summer. Uh, like, honestly, Kevin. I needed him, but it's fine, Kevin. I need, we needed Kevin Hayes. Yeah, I, I was like on Kevin that Hayes point where I was like, he was on the operating table. Yeah. 
I started to accept that like I, maybe Kevin Hayes is good and then he was like no I'm literally getting abdominal surgery right now and I was like well I'm never broken. mind I'm a broken man mm-hmm. new. um sorry adding to injury news um under the umbrella of team Sarah cares about Connor Zari's also injured which Aww. like he's just a prospect but it makes me upset he's just a prospect no like, with um with the amount of people that the Flames gave up versus the prospects that they've brought up, I don't know if he makes the team out of training camp. Yeah. You know what? That could be a very bold take, but it's like I've not been paying enough attention. Uh my other my second star or my second heart is the Canes. They don't cool. get first heart because um they did uh not claim. Trade for Ethan Bear, but signing Tony D'Angelo is what makes it the heart. This is the, you did bad, I feel a little bad for you. Yeah, so. I feel so bad. I don't, I don't even feel bad for them. They've done, they've done everything wrong. Um, I feel bad the for their they, fans. The way yeah, that they I, handled the Ethan Bear signing was <laughs> bad. Like, I would, you did a yeah. good thing by signing this boy. But then you put the onus on him to ask whether or not he is okay with playing with a racist and not on the racist for saying, hey, you are a racist. Why why are you like this? But yeah. You have to ask the nice, sweet boy. Mm-hmm. Are you oh, going to be okay? I are don't you- know if you guys saw this. But the Carrie Price of- interview? No, sorry. I was talking about with Ethan Bear. But one of the things after they announced the trade that they did was they actually intervie- interviewed, I think, the chief, I, one of the high-ranking officials from the reserve that he's from in Saskatchewan, and all he had to say was nice things. So that's where it's like, you have this boy who's, like, really important to his community, and you're making him do all the advocating. Yeah. And it's like, I would just like to say, as someone who had to start self-advocating, like, two weeks ago so I could actually get help for my disability, exhausting. I hate this. Uh... Anyways, my third heart of the week is my university hockey team, the Uvic Vikes. I'm sure they'll get better. Right now, they're not good. <laughs> See, this is this is the deal with university hockey teams. It does not matter if they are good. You go and you watch and you cheer them on. And then when mm-hmm. something good happens, you can be extra happy about it. Yeah. This is why I easily went from my university team to also liking the Red Wings. Very similar experience. You're like, ah, I, I'm so happy you won this one thing. You're going to keep me on the edge of my seat. Oh, and then lose. Yeah. Tough. Yeah. Fingers crossed the season is better. Pre- seasons, the season for me starts in two weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, anyone else have any heart? I not that I can think of off the top just of my head. Team. I'm sure there's like eight. Yeah. But. All right. The Canes, so yeah. Um. So thanks for listening. We've been the Fake Fans Podcast. Uh. Yeah. Uh. 